production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to a brand new week on Australia's number one daily sports news podcast, The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Monday, the 25th of September. Today, it's grand final week. The NRL, the AFL, and the NRLW lineups are all locked in. Oscar Piastri lands on his first F1 podium, and just who will take home the AFL's highest individual award? But first. Wasn't supposed to end this way. The equation was simple for the Wallabies heading into their group game of the Rugby Union World Cup this morning. Win and we move on. Lose and for the first time ever, Australia will not progress beyond the group stage. Now they mix it up through the midfield. Looking dangerous here and chasing the opening score and getting it. It's Davis for the Welsh. Sadly, the boys didn't even get close. Nine phases now for the Welsh. In behind, and it's on here big time. For Wales, they'll score! It's Tompkins! That breaks the heart of Wallaby fans. The Wallabies were simply outrun, outgunned and outclassed. Not only did the Wallabies not win, they suffered their biggest ever defeat in a World Cup, losing 40-6 to against a Welsh outfit who poured on the pain all around the pitch. Wales load up for one final drive. Here they come, the Welsh... They're over. They twist the knife. And Gatlin's men complete an absolute humiliation of the Aussies. Off the back of the loss, you'd think the Wallabies would want nothing more than to get on a plane and come home. But sadly, they have to stick around for another week to take on Minnow's Portugal. God help us if we can't win that one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Grand Final Week. Yes, it's finally here. Yes, we are on the countdown to the biggest games in the NRL, NRLW and AFL seasons. First, we get the best two teams of the regular season facing off in the AFL Grand Final at the MCG this Saturday. Listen to this noise. Minor Premier's Collingwood survived a one-point thriller against GWS and will face off against the Brisbane Lions after the Lions ended Carlton's fairy tale run with a 16-point win on Saturday night at the Gabba. Both teams will face selection headaches for the final game of the season, with Collingwood needing to replace former Lion Dan McStay due to a knee injury, while Brisbane will have to decide if defender Jack Payne is fit enough to regain his spot or trust that Darcy Gardner can repeat his efforts from the prelim against Carlton spearhead Charlie Kerner and get it done on that one day in September. Meanwhile, across town and across codes... The Broncos, two years ago, this mighty club hit rock bottom and now a shot at Premiership Glory awaits. Brisbane are into the grand final. The Brisbane Broncos have made it a double header of potential grand final glory for the River City after they defeated the New Zealand Warriors to book their spot in Sunday's NRL grand final, where they'll be hoping to put an end to Penrith's three-peat dream after the Panthers accounted for the Melbourne Storm in the other prelim final. And that is an awesome foursome for Penrith. They are through. And a chance to make it a three-peat in 2023. So in both the NRL and the AFL, the men's grand finals will be contested by the best two teams of the regular season. 
But in the NRLW, it's a different story. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. The Newcastle Knights will get the chance to defend their NRLW title this Sunday, winning their way to the final with a six-point win over the Broncos. But it's their grand final opponents who represent the Cinderella story of the weekend. A grand final for the Gold Coast in the NRLW and they'll take on the Newcastle Knights. The Gold Coast Titans were the worst team in the NRLW last year, winning just one game for the entire season. But after an upset 12-0 win over the Roosters yesterday, the Titans are just one win away from completing the ultimate turnaround and claiming the 2023 NRLW Premiership. And the Japanese Grand Prix is go! Good reaction time, Oscar Piastri! Max Verstappen knew he was going to get a good time. He's squeezing him! There might be no heavier burden in world sport than being tagged as the next big thing in Formula 1. But Oscar Piastri is proving he might just be strong enough to carry that weight. Australia is about to rise for its latest podium finisher as Oscar Piastri, for the first time in Formula One, comes home to take third place and stand on the podium. The 22-year-old Melbourneian has claimed his first F1 podium finish after crossing the line third behind teammate Lando Norris and race winner Max Verstappen at the Japanese Grand Prix yesterday. Piastri previously claimed the Formula 3 and Formula 2 championship titles before joining McLaren in the Big Boys League this season with big expectations following him into F1. It feels pretty special, definitely. Uh, I remember for uh, for a very, very long time. It wasn't my best race ever, but uh, it was enough to, to get a trophy at the end. So, uh, yeah, super happy. The third-place finish represents Piastri's best-ever result in an F1 Grand Prix to date and pushed him into ninth overall on the Drivers' Championship as well as helping his team close the gap on Aston Martin in fourth position in the Constructors' Championship. And while McLaren and Oscar would no doubt be celebrating those achievements, at Red Bull, it's a real party. Max Verstappen claimed his 13th, yes, 13th Grand Prix victory of the season and in the process secured the season constructors' championship win for Red Bull and put himself on the cusp of a third consecutive drivers' championship when the season resumed in two weeks' time in Qatar. And before we go... The AFL's Night of Nights is here. The Brownlow Medal, the game's highest individual accolade, will be awarded tonight at Melbourne's Crown Palladium to kickstart the game's grand final week festivities. Carlton, P. Cripps, three votes. And I declare the winner of the 2022 Brownlow Medal is Patrick Cripps of the Carlton Football Club. Carlton's Patrick Cripps won last year's award in a thrilling count that saw the medal go down to the final game of the season. But Cripps isn't expected to threaten tonight. Instead, it's predicted to be a race in five. Butters to seal it. Off a step, Christian Petrarca. Neil. He's had a dominant day, Lockie Neil. Floating ball here for Bontempelli. Port Zach Butters, Brisbane's Lockie Neil, Melbourne's Christian Petrarca and Western Bulldogs' Marcus Bontempelli are all expected to finish in the top five of tonight's count, reminding everybody once and for all that if you want to win a Brownlow, don't become a key defender or key forward. It's a midfielder's medal. And while those four stars are a chance, they'll all be chasing down this guy. Despite injuring his knee in round 21 and missing the final three rounds of the regular season, 20-year-old Nick Dacos, in just his second year of senior football, will go into the count tonight as the favourite to take home the Brownlow medal. 
Dacos will become the youngest player in 30 years to win the medal since Gavin Wanganeen won it in 1993. And you can catch that full coverage of tonight's count on Channel 7 from 7.30. And that is your fast one here to sport for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the scorecard. Listener.